0: Time came when the ticker tape in the broker's office told a new story. It was panic. Sixteen and a half million shares of stock sold in a single day. Stock sold in a single day.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Stock Dirty to Me, the number one podcast for you to learn how to properly invest from the masters himself. I'm just going to jump over to the the other side of the screen because you deserve to be front and center. Okay, it's like that. It's like that. Hey, you're important. I'm not. I'm just the guy who hosts this that is apparently whiting out i need to change the color of my background or at least get uh tanned we got some alohas in chat yes all the way from hawaii my good man mike i'm not going to pronounce his last name because i don't want to insult him uh we got everybody here maria of course and our favorite dorothy is up here in the village um you you could be noticing that we're missing someone or you're not hearing someone shortly uh tony actually uh is taking parental leave um from the okay. show tonight, but he's in the comments uh, up here, letting you know uh, that you can still get a chance to when He's giving away two free copies of his uh, his course, so all you have to do is do hashtag five hundred plus. You know, let us know where you're from with the hashtag live, as well as where you're from, or if you're watching the replay, hashtag replay. He will be doing it. I think he's going to wait till tomorrow. Uh so everybody can uh comment in and all that or at least until next week i'm not sure when he's going to uh pick the winners but yeah hashtag 500 if you want a chance to win i know a few other people uh already won we got some congratulations in the chat for tony because it's well deserved but uh enough about that dalt how are you doing what's new with you
2: so i've been uh I've obviously been transitioning. I told a lot of people last year that uh, 2022 would be a year that I wouldn't really interact much with the stock market and I wouldn't very make very many purchases or contribute much to my stock port- portfolio at all. So this week I've been getting ready and just doing all my dollar cost averaging because after this week I don't plan to buy anything else uh, for the rest of the year. Or at least for the first six months, so at least, till, at least till end of June, and then I'll see where the market is at that point. If there's bargains, I'll take advantage of it. If, if there's not, I really won't in- interact. So I dollar-cost averaged into DocuSign earlier this week, I also bought more of that. I bought more of Teladoc uh, Health, and pretty soon I'll be buying more of Google and Facebook. I won't be adding anything to my MasterCard position but i will be buying more google and facebook this week and then that'll be it for me and uh, i think i'll have a pretty good waiting in the stock market and then i'm set to go on and uh, i want to make this whole year about trading um derivatives so i'll be interacting with uh, trading currencies all year um options contracts and uh oil futures
1: nice i'm I'm gonna stop you because we do have a special guest who's just popping in hello mr dad what's up
0: everybody happy new year you up I uh, I'm not going to be on long. I just wanted to say Happy New Year. Uh, Happy first, New Year to you. First episode of the year. We see you or, rocking
2: uh, back and forth. Are you rocking the
0: baby? Yes, I am
2: rocking the oh baby.
1: God. Look at that. We got a baby. <laughs> first ever He's time. Very for agitated.
0: Me. He's very yeah. agitated today. Because
1: well, uh, dad's, dad's busy. Look at this. We got Lloyd up here yelling. Congrats, Tony. Big wins for <laughs> thanks, our man thanks. Tony.
0: Appreciate it, everybody. And I definitely appreciate everybody uh, giving congratulations in the, uh, in the group. I actually took down the the post cause I didn't want to make it about me and have that post going on and on, but I appreciate <laughs> everybody. And thank you. Um, and uh, I also wanted to say, I'm going to give away two free copies of my course. So hashtag um, 500, 500 to be entered into the raffle. This will be the last week I'm going to do it for a little while. So, um, but that's all. And enjoy the show. I'll, check in on comments maybe later
1: there we go all awesome right. all right you go, yeah, go take care guys. of your beautiful baby
0: and uh you guys are in for some good topics today so i'm jealous i'm missing this one <laughs> but <clears throat> you're in good hands
1: thank you so all right,
0: much guys tony. take care have a good one
1: later but we'll get tony out of there so he can go take back it was nice of him to pop in and show us the cutie of his little daughter my god mm-hmm. so cute and a lot of love from the audience thank you very much we know uh it's always nice to see you guys celebrating our wins as we celebrate yours. All right, you told us your recap, Dalt. Yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Omicron kicked our asses at the end of the year. Is it? Is it still kicking our ass with all the inflation and that? Let it. Let tell me what's going on, Dalt. I need to know.
2: Omicron is Omicron is taking over. So uh, spreads a whole lot faster than the Delta variant and the, of course, the. Original uh, novel coronavirus strain, so this spreads a whole lot faster. It's not nearly as, um, I guess they say, virulent. Is that the word that they they use to I describe think it's virulent? Yeah, how dangerous viruses are. Viruses are. So this one is the least um, virulent of all of them. So it, 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 symptoms are fairly mild, and uh, but it just spreads really easily. And of course, if you if you come across positive COVID test, then you have to sit out uh, for whatever your five, seven, or ten day COVID waiting period or symptom symptom period that you have to wait. And the problem with, with that is, is pretty much everybody has this. I mean, we were supposed to attend um, a couple small indoor New Year's Eve parties and canceled, 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 canceled. Everybody had had either been with around people who had, uh, who had tested positive. And so uh, it seems like everybody I talk to, somebody knows someone who's tested positive. So uh, it's, it's very, very far reaching. Mm-hmm. And what that means for a lot of businesses, obviously in North America, are these employees are at are at home. Um, so I I'm, I'm sure everybody saw, even even in like NBA basketball, like the Toronto Raptors here they couldn't even play a game a couple weeks ago. Uh, well, the World, World juniors, juniors
1: got canceled.
2: The World Juniors was canceled. Everybody in the World Juniors had it. So everything is getting canceled. So oh, yeah, even was-
1: even even our our money mentor himself Lloyd got it, and he still oh, has it. I got, it. I got Omicron over the uh, holiday break. Uh, I had to quarantine, so that was a whole bunch of fun. Uh, if you guys there heard you me up. on the la- last show of the year, I was kind of getting over it, but I was nasally and... Uh, even with my vaccines uh it, what helped was the vaccine stopped me from getting the f- major symptoms you know like the hard respiratory issues you know i just had a bit of like a clogged nose and playing a foosball for 5 minutes with my nephew i was winded uh but uh, apart from that um yeah no it's it's not fun even if you're vaccinated it's it's still not fun but at yeah, least it's not, right. it's not as bad it's not as, as bad as it can yet. get but yeah it's but it's hitting inflation now, right and-
2: and, of course, when people quarantine, um, they can't work. They can't work at, you know, uh, warehousing. They can't work at, you know, production for, you know, uh, chicken or meat farms, um, you know, your crackers, your salads and all that stuff. Like, we, we can't even buy salad in our, in our grocery store right now. It just doesn't eg- exist, lettuce and things like, like that. So all these workers are out, but the demand still stays the same. Like, I still yeah. need to go out and buy food. I still need to go out and buy the things that I've always bought. And so demand demand is kept high, uh, but now supply has turned off. And now the supply has turned off, and demand has remained up 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 here. They have to raise raise prices, and so that's that's contributing. We've had issues with inflation due to um, money printing and the and the obviously the Fed going in and buying all these junk 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 bonds. But in addition, now uh, Omicron is con- con- contributing and keeping inflation running higher. So inflation is actually still rising, which is the really surprising thing right now. I just read the U.S. Fed is also looking at even increasing the pace of the rate of the rate hikes. Um, so I think that we'll get the first rate hike before March. I think his tapering will be super aggressive this month and next month. So it's getting
1: really crazy. Dang. Yeah, it's not fun. Uh, it's insane. Uh, I know. in group- prices. Yep. Tony Rising- to-
2: Tony as well. He, he told us about his 21% increase in his electricity bill.
1: Yeah, which is insane. Yeah, um, got uh, Sandra from uh, uh, the D.C. area. We got, I know we got Lloyd coming in with some knowledge here. Rate hikes will drop the growth stocks, yeah. which is true. It's true. It's, it's been seen before. It's something that you always uh, see. It's a trend that always happens. Um, what what can we do? Like, what can we invest in? Uh, adult like what's our safe place should we go into 100 percent amc because we see that it's going on fire it's on sale right now
2: amc has a load of debt they're one of the first guys to get hit there are a lot of growth stocks out there but not all growth stocks are in the same boat um guys like teledoc health um if they can pay off all their short-term debt in cash and still be flush with cash. They have positive free cash flow. That is considered a growth stock. That's completely different than a lot of other companies, like say Peloton, who are going to be drowning in debt soon. Uh, that's totally different from um, a lot of other companies, uh, Portillo's, Dutch, Dutch Bros, uh, all these companies that aren't yet make, making money and are carrying around a lot, a lot of real estate debt. These companies are going to be in big, big trouble. So. So I think that if you're going to be invested in growth stocks, make sure you're looking over the financials. Make sure quick ratios, that's one thing you're going to want to look for. That is the ratio of current assets to current liabilities. And it's a measure of the company's ability to pay its short-term bills. Um, So if companies have way more short-term liabilities than they have um, uh, current assets, and uh, current assets minus, I believe, inventory and prepaid um, expenses so you have to subtract the inventory out of that so you can get to more cash rich position so if you do that ratio you'll find out which companies are really going to be struggling when rate when rates rise and when a lot of the interest on that debt uh, starts to come due uh, so again something to watch out for but again not all growth stocks are created equal you can be in still sub growth stocks again google is a growth stock uh, so is facebook these guys are not going to be hurting in a rising in and interest rate environment their stock might you know sell off a bit but again you're the company itself is not at any risk whatsoever
1: tony jumping in with some great advice here to beat inflation you must invest your money sitting in a bank account is losing value by the second and then uh of course our uh our, our millionaire mentor uh money mentor lloyd is uh doubling down on that alibaba uh- <laughs> 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 he loves it and it is a it, it's somewhat of a controversial topic in the in the group yes Tony we will talk about baba later but I do want to talk a bit like omicron is hitting the stocks because of inflation um my question to you is what's going on with crypto because I saw that bitcoin dropped like from like 40 to 36k, like a 4k drop. We haven't seen that kind of big drop. And it was done over all of the crypto. Are we going into like a, a boom, boom, bye bye to crypto?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people when they hold their their crypto a lot, of I, I, I think it's a very small percentage of people that are actually taking advantage of the deep of the DeFi opportunities. And a lot of those opportunities are carrying extremely high um, uh, interest rates, because they're trying to lure people into uh, staking their their crypto um, for loans and stuff like that. So the interest rates are super super high, but they're not going to remain that high for 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 forever. And so, uh, with that, like with the reason why it's so high is because there's there's a lot of people that want to borrow and there's not a lot of assets being staked. So in order to get the assets to be staked, they're trying to uh, control people with big crypto balances to stake them and earn all these high interest rates only a small percent of people are actually doing that. So the reason why I think crypto is falling again, rates are going to rise. Um, bonds are going to become a lot more com- competitive over the next 12, 12 months. Most of these crypto assets don't earn interest. Uh, so you're, you're, you're seeing people take a little bit of risk off the, off the ta- off the, ta- the table. And I think you're going to get more conservative investments um, moving, moving forward. Who knows, maybe GICs will be making a big comeback this year. Uh, again, those are great um, if you want to um, put your money in just something a little bit uh, a little bit better than like a savings account two to three percent per year, those have all been washed out as interest rates rise they will get to be more competitive again and people who want to put safe cash away um, you know for next year or so, but they don't want to hooked up to the market because they don't want huge fl- fluctuations. they want a guaranteed income certificate those types of products will be making a comeback. So as rates rise, you'll see a lot of these risky a- assets. People are going to lighten up on these things. A lot of these high growth a- assets.
1: Yeah, we got here uh, Bitcoin getting beaten by the S&P 500 in the last 12 months. That's that's not a fun uh, stock uh, uh, knowledge to have there. And we got Lloyd agreeing with you uh, in the process. Crypto is good, but having all of your money in crypto, no, that's... That's a no-no. And uh, Anybody who, I I need to announce this in the group uh, because we are, sometimes uh, we get a lot of people wanting to come in and even with our prerequisites, they do slip in these bots or these scammers. If anybody other than one of the admins sends you something regarding the crypto or a link to open up about crypto or want to help you invest in crypto, don't do it. There's been too many people in the group who have been getting scammed, and we want to help you not get scammed. So, going to off-site places for altcoins is not a smart place. If it's not on like Coinbase, is is traded on the stock market, so it has to be regul. It's re- relatively regulated. It's a safe thing that if you go on Coinbase, you'll be fine. Going on alternate uh places to trade crypto is risky, so it's not worth it unless you know about the the systems and all that in place so stick to simple coins that are on uh coinbase so that you're not uh having problems getting scammed and if anybody's messaging you to help you invest don't don't listen to them unless you can see unless it's like or tony but usually you guys are uh sending us a message i just wanted to get that out of there because uh yeah it's important to let you guys know when we talk about crypto because a lot of people don't know much about crypto and then they get scammed and they can lose a lot of money and we don't want that happening to you so everybody stay smart now what else do we want to talk about Dalt? what else you got on your plate
2: well i'll make a quick note here about about baba because uh someone, someone wanted me to mention it and i was talking about quick ratios and um whether you know if that short short-term debt p- position is going to weigh certain companies down as interest rates rise. So Alibaba's quick ratio is well, well above, well above one. And that's right where you want to be. They obviously the higher above 1.0, the, uh, the uh, better. So, um, there are no way of being harmed by any rising interest rates. They got 300, looks like 387 million or is this in, this is in thousand. Okay. So this is in thousand. So this is in currency of the uh, Chinese one. So, uh, they have a lot of money, three hundred eighty-seven billion. Uh, but you have to divide that by, I believe, five. Is it five to one or six to one? I believe to the U.S. dollar. Um, so just keeping that in mind. But the the current assets are six hundred thirty-eight billion compared to current li- liabilities of three hundred eighty-seven. So uh, sorry, it's actually more closer to two to, to two to two to one for the for the quick ratio. And even just the cash. Position alone is four hundred and fifty-nine billion Chinese won. So current liabilities is only three hundred and eighty-seven. So they could pay off all current liabilities tomorrow and still have about seventy billion Chinese won left in 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 cash. And if anybody wants to know what that is in terms of, of US dollars, that's because this is a smaller number, I'll do it here for you. Uh 70 billion divided by I believe it's six to one for the US dollar. So that would still be eleven billion dollars in cash sitting on their balance sheet. So like again. They are extremely financially fit. Rising interest rates is not going to hurt Alibaba. They're not carrying around an outrageous amount of, of current uh, liabilities. They don't have a lot of short-term debt coming, coming due. Yes, as long-term debt matures, it does move from the long-term liabilities to the current liabilities portion of the balance sheet. That does happen. But with the massive cash position that Alibaba has, I don't see them facing any pressure from the interest rates. But they will still face pressure from the Chinese government. So I'll I add that in there. <laughs>
1: Ooh, look at, I, I I just want to point out, Sandra, as we've been talking about uh, Baba, Lloyd has been yelling in the chat. And so, Lloyd, I, I'm putting this up specifically for you, Lloyd, there. Sandra grabbed some more Baba at $111, so she wants to see how that plays out. And then uh, then uh, Lloyd's replying to uh, Bruce, who uh, uh, B-Bruce, uh, Lee Roos, uh, who mentioned that Monger went into it now. Lloyd's giving him uh, a little bit of a knowledge. He owns, he owned it for three quarters. He just doubled down this quarter, six hundred six hundred and two thousand shares now, circa 30 percent of his portfolio. I'll Insane. tell you
2: this: Charlie Munger will die before he sees any profits in that. that he just turned ninety eight this this week as well.
1: Yeah, it's a Betty White situation. It's yeah, a Betty White situation.
2: He's he's investing totally differently. Um,
1: I don't know. He's investing for it, his grandkids. Yeah, it's
2: time. There's 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 time there for that turnaround. If you can wait, uh, you probably you probably be be okay. But there is that opportunity cost in the interim of how many years of twenty percent gains are you going to give up waiting for um, that one hundred to two hundred percent rise in 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 Baba. So you got to weigh it out it shouldn't uh, if you're going to be in baba it, it shouldn't be you know 20 50 100% of your port your port portfolio i don't
1: think who doesn't love betty white i'm kind of i'm i'm a little i'm i was sidetracked sorry i'm a little sad that she died in 2021 <laughs> but at the same time it would have sucked if she died in 2022 like just just think about it like we started the the year off with the death of betty white but we ended 2021 one of the craziest years with the death of Betty White so it's kind of like it makes sense that 2021 ended the way it did and so we can start mm-hmm. kind of afresh and Betty White is a legend and she's up there with the Golden Girls Lloyd, Lloyd thinks it's a 200% rise even if it took 10 years that's 20% per year hard yeah. to beat that it's true, that's true. it's true it's true. true. and we got uh, Sabrina as well agreeing with you there Lloyd uh, she's backing back, up yeah. Lloyd Lloyd's got a lot on his. Pl- I don't know. Is it Lloyd or is it Charlie Munger who has this pressure? Like Charlie's, like he's about to, you know, like like you said, he's ninety two. He's about to kick the bucket sometime in the next like five years. Ninety eight. He's ninety eight. Sorry, ninety eight. Ninety eight. So, he's gonna be a hundred in two yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he's makes it in two years, like so, do we put this all pressure on Lloyd, or do we we put it on uh, Charlie Munger? We should have the pressure. Like if if when this goes boom. Like who good Charlie has uh has a lot more to lose reputation. He cares a lot about. It's true, he does, but he's also is 98 years old. So um
2: <laughs> I think the last thing I'm thinking about at 98 is my reputation. Man. I'm thinking about just staying alive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Lloyd loves the pressure, so it's on. The pressure is on Lloyd. Uh, we're gonna see this boom. This is gonna be our stock, probably, like a our well, I flagship.
2: I always say, and not 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 to knock Warren or, or, or Charlie at all, but they did some really good things uh, before I was born. And the majority of everything that made Warren successful was done before I was born. After I was born in 91, not so great. Uh, he misses Amazon. He misses Apple Warren. He misses everything. Everything gets by him. He takes a $60 billion loss on his airlines in 2020, gets killed. Stock goes up anyway because... Um, obviously, uh, he makes his money from shares in a public company, not from profits on any of his investments. So he could take a $60 billion loss on his airlines and people will still buy Berkshire Hathaway stock and he gets rich regardless. So these guys, it is important to note, Munger and Buffett spend more time in a hospital and um, on a strict diet regimen and taking pills every day than he does reading annual reports in this decade, in the last two decades. So in the '90s, yes, he took a lot of time. He read a lot of annual reports. But these guys are so medicated now; they're on they're on a strict regimen. Warren doesn't do as much analysis as everybody thinks that he does. He's kind of just the old guy on autopilot. Um, other people run Berkshire halfway at, at, at his uh, at his age. He's just early. pretty much how Berkshire is built.
1: He built yeah, a great. Yeah,
2: park. I mean Berkshire too. The way, the way that he runs it everybody runs their own business unit. So Warren buys great companies and he doesn't meddle in them. Uh, So he doesn't meddle in Seize Candy and Duracell, uh, Fruit of the Loom. He doesn't meddle in BNSF. He doesn't meddle in it's the people that, that when he bought them, they're still there running it. Uh, So that's just important to note. He he just buys good companies. He doesn't really meddle or put his influence on anything. So I think the, the best thing Warren does is he identifies good companies, but they're the ones who actually run them. It's not, people think Warren's like mastering this big ship. He's not really mastering a ship. He's just buying other people to work on the ship.
1: Tony's got a good point that Berkshire is a really solid investment. It's essentially an ETF, good hedge to the S&P. It is. It's, it's, if you can buy Berkshire Hathaway, if you can get fractional shares in that, that is a guarantee because it, it has proven itself to be nothing but a growth. It just grows all the time.
2: Lloyd said he didn't miss a- Apple. Lloyd, he didn't buy Apple till when? 2014? What about 1980 to t- 2014?
1: 30, 34 years of miss. Uh-oh. Yeah, but it's, it, then oh. he replies, it's one of his best. He bought Apple
2: late. Best. Yes, it is, but he bought it late. He bought it late.
1: We got a war of words. Really Next late. time Lloyd's on, it's going to be a, a big talk. Anyways, <laughs> let's move into the, the last topic with uh, how... Uh, Tesla got away with recalling nearly every vehicle that would have destroyed any other company. What's going on there?
2: Oh man. Yeah. It's it's a little ridiculous. I know we talked, we talked about this because uh, yeah, Tesla was recalling 475,000 vehicles. They only delivered 475,000 vehicles about a year ago. Uh, so it, it it's it's the equivalent of a car company with 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 uh, recalling every single car they delivered in the previous year, so that's the equivalent of Volkswagen um, recalling 12 million vehicles in a single year, which would be devastating. Uh, f- of course, for Tesla, that means the stock just goes through the roof uh, because that's great news. Apparently, that means every single car you delivered the previous year had a, had a, a defect. It's amazing, but. Uh, apparently there's, there's some issues now, uh, with the, with the rear view camera cable harness, uh, that may be damaged by opening and closing the actual trunk, trunk lid, uh, preventing the rear view camera from displaying, um, And there's some uh, Tesla service system uh, issues that they have to look over as, as well, since the car runs on basically a whole software package. So those are the two issues. So the good news is for Tesla this time around, they've had some issues with radar and people crashing and dying. This is not one of those (laughs) issues. Thankfully, Uh, thankfully, this is, this is an issue just with some of the parts and um, it's in no way a risk of people crashing and dying. Uh, That's the good, that's the uh, good, the good news. But again, um I think I think the reason why the stock goes up is is people kind of expected this so everybody knows they're the worst rated car manufacturer in the world we've always, we've all seen the JD power quality uh re- report with Tesla at the bottom um so I don't think it's surprising and I think it's just more of the same um people were it were expecting it so when bad things happen uh, the stock just can, continues to to go higher.
1: It's such a weird stock like, hmm. Like every bad news just sends it higher, and then people, and if it drops like a cent, people are like it's on sale, because we're just expecting to work. So my question to you: this is this is answering my question, uh, and I'm not asking you as a financial advisor. It's just know you knowing the stock market. Would it be a solid bet to short Tesla long, like a long term short in Tesla? No. no, no.
2: I've had I've bought put options on on Tesla. Uh, I let you guys know the last time that I that, that I did it. Actually, I was like, the time is now, and every, every day for two weeks, I was like, it's now, it's now, 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 and that that was the time when it went from uh, ten thousand or sorry, one thousand and fifty down to nine hundred. I was out at like nine forty five or something like that, well before it dropped down even even f- further. But you you have to really pick your your time in Tesla because timing is extremely important. You can't just run a long short on the, on the company because they have so many buyers. Uh, so they have so many buyers and a lot of the buyers are, um, uh, they don't even Tesla people. They don't own a Tesla. They never will. It's too expensive. Uh, but they're Elon Musk fans and they, and they really like everything that Elon Musk does. Um, and so they're buying into that, into that, that whole hype. And I guess just the whole, um, and, I, and buying management is actually really, really important. That's why I bought Facebook. I really like Zuckerberg. But that's, you mean that's AI? Very yeah, but yeah, they just, there's a whole influx of buyers and you have to really, really be careful when you short, because if you misjudge what the demand for the stock is, you can really get hurt. It doesn't really matter if if Tesla is overvalued or the cars are all broken, it doesn't matter. all that matters is who's buying and selling the stock, so that's very you got to be very careful when you actually go into
1: short okay, smart advice um you have anything else you want to add or we can wrap up the show this is uh
2: nice. yeah, I think we'll we'll just about wrap it up um does anybody have, uh, I guess I'll just do a quick a quick one yeah, here. This one was quite short. Didn't have the back and forth between Tony and myself. So I'll open up up the f- up the floor here. Uh, if anybody wants to uh, drop some stock tickers or some stock names and want to have me uh, just give a quick summary on it, uh, I guess I'll do that. We haven't done that in a while. And I know a lot of people have been asking us to bring that, that segment back of the stock ev- evaluation. So if anybody has a stock that they'd like to pull up, um, so I'll just wait for a little bit for that to happen. Yeah, we there's about and, uh, a about, about a
1: like, couple yeah, second yeah. delay, right? Yeah. Oh, we got one and right yeah, here. I do agree. We got. Sandra. I do agree with
2: Lloyd as well. Lots of people have lost money shorting Tesla. I do agree. Yeah. yeah, you have to be very very careful because a lot of people have missed, have underestimated the, the actual. Uh, demand for uh, te- for Tesla shares, so you gotta be very careful. You can, I think you can buy puts, but you have to be very particular about exactly when.
1: no so we got some, we got some uh, couple here. We got uh, Sandra going with AFRM, Affirm. firm, a firm. Then we have uh, we'll look at Wish. Uh, we're not touching crypto, oh, we're God, doing no. stocks, we're doing stocks, not,
2: not crypto. So, yeah, firm. So, wow, down. today. That's not really alarming. I mean, I'm pretty sure Google was down four and a half percent today. So, um, everything is down. Uh, just going to take a quick look at the financials here. See what I can figure out here. So most recent quarterly report, September 30th, 2021, they lost 306 million. The previous quarter, they lost 153 million. So, those losses just doubled. It's probably not a good sign. Um, losses doubled and revenue barely increased. Two hundred sixty-one million in uh, the second quarter, only two hundred sixty-nine. So they only raised revenue by eight million dollars. That's single digits, less than five percent, I'm pretty sure. And losses doubled. So that's a terrible sign. Uh, I'm gonna look at the balance sheet quickly. Balance sheet now. Okay, so I'm gonna take a look at that quick ratio. It's one of my favorite. This is gonna tell me if this company is gonna be hurt at all by rising interest rates. Current ratio looks uh, perfectly fine. So, looks like we got 4.3 billion in um, 4.3 billion in current assets. 1.8 of that is just cash, and current liabilities is only 480 million. So again, I I don't think this company will will have any trouble paying their short-term bills if interest rates should rise. And I'm going to take a look at the cash flow. There we go. This is is what
1: Dalt does for a living, people. So he analyzes these things for his clients. So if you're interested, he does do it at Bandon Corp Capital Management. He does his blog. It's an amazing blog to watch.
2: Absolutely, yeah. You guys should all be checking out the Bandon Corp Capital blog. So cash flow looks to be up huge. So 348 million looks like they lost, they lot the free cash flow in the previous quarter. second quarter was um, uh, negative 27 million. Uh, I would assume that big 348 million uh, jump is due to special charges. I'm not going to look into bringing up the actual income statement and in whole. Statement of cash flows, as I would have to do. I'm just on the Yahoo Finance tabs. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure with that big of a jump from negative 27 million to positive 348, I'm sure there's special charges there. Um, so they got whatever special charges boost, and that's a that's just a one off. So in in Q4, that would be something to go back and look at because special one off charges only last for one quarter. So if they're actually really making positive free cash flow, you'll see it on the quarterly report coming up in Q4. Something to keep in mind. But again, it looks like revenue growth is stalling at this company and losses just doubled. So that's not a good sign. There's a whole bunch of companies out there who are still increasing revenue in Q3 and Q4. Um, stick to those companies. Anything that's getting hurt right now or things that are kind of flattening, you got to take a big, big, long look at those com- companies.
1: Do you want to do uh, one more?
2: Yeah, I'll do one, one, one more. I'm not, I'm not going to focus on Wish.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't want to do wish. I was thinking, uh, uh Sophie. S O F I. I'm gonna do arc. You're gonna I'm do gonna ARC? arc? Oh, Is yeah, uh, it? Is it, a, is it because uh, uh, a lot of people hold it?
2: Because it a lot of people hold it, I I think. And yeah. okay, we got know, arc. Yeah, arc was a huge a huge holding uh, in 2021. I remember at the beginning of 2021, f- first and second quarter, a lot of people in this group were really really high on arc. Um. And again, Kathy Wood was the number one stock picker in 2020. She was rated really best stock picker in the market. She is easily the worst stock picker in 2021. Just how quickly the market can change, um, as Jesse Livermore said, it is it is usually the 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 change in the major trend that hurts speculators, and that really hurt ARC. Uh, so the trend changed huge. Everybody got out of growth, and we went back to value. And 2021 was highlighted by you know things like Google leading the way, Apple leading the way. Um, and things like things that were overvalued growth stocks, like everything held in Arc, um, tend to take a huge dive off the cliff. So Kathy is doing the right buys, though, I think. I know that she's loaded up huge in Teladoc. I own Teladoc. Um, she's loaded up and made DocuSign an even bigger uh, uh, position in Arc. I own DocuSign as well. Those are two fairly fit um, companies that are able to um, quarter over quarter raise revenue and also shrink losses. Um, so that's very important, raising revenue and shrinking losses. You shouldn't be raising revenue and doubling your losses like a firm. That's not good. So uh, one thing, if you want to cherry pick the companies in Arc, I think that that's good because there are some leaders in there, like obviously Tesla, um, and there's other financially fit companies that are actually at the top of there. Um, But overall, she spread herself, I think, way too thin across way too many companies that don't make money, like getting hurt a lot in CRISPR, a lot of these gene ed- editing stocks as well. And it's a long-term game. So you really have to, if you own ARC, you really have to go between, you're left to thinking, well, I don't think five years is long enough. You have to be thinking of a totally different world because you're thinking of a, a gene editing world. You're thinking of a world where a lot of the stuff that exists today doesn't, and it's a totally different economy. And so she's very, very, um, all the companies in there are very, very, disrupt disruptive and it's either going to be the dominant trend 10 years from now or it's not going to be a trend whatsoever because they're way too radical so if you own it i think it should if you want to own it it should be a small percentage of your portfolio a lot of people have made the mistake of going 20 to 50 percent really high weightings into arc i think if it was a five to ten percent weighting in your port portfolio you'd be just fine um, again things like um, uh, Compass Pathways in my portfolio, Teladoc Health, DocuSign, those are like 5 to 12% weightings in my portfolio. So if I have a blow up there, it doesn't affect my overall portfolio. I can afford it. And I can afford to wait on those in the meantime because the majority of my portfolio is geared in things like MasterCard, Facebook, Google, and stuff like that. So weightings are important. Yeah, weightings are important. Don't make Arc a big weighting in your portfolio because again, as I said before, there's an opportunity cost about waiting and things that are losing when the S P 500 is earning 27% per year. You've got to so, be really, really careful of that.
1: Just going to bring in Tony's uh, opinion here. He's, he's coming in. He thinks arc's going to finish under the S and P again in 2022. Yep. Uh, he thinks there's too much, too much momentum stocks. And then he's popping in uh, letting you guys know about, uh, she got crush, crushed on Coinbase and Robin hood. So those are Tony's, uh, three cents, if you will.
2: I'm going to talk about, about those two there. He's, he's absolutely right. She did get crushed.
1: All right, let's go ahead. We still got
2: time. Two different companies. One of them makes a lot of money and has a higher profit margin than Google. That's Coinbase. The other one is Robinhood. They don't make money at all and they have no profit margins. Um, so Coinbase again, it's a really, really cash rich company. Um, The margins are blistering and the revenue growth has been blistering over the last couple of years. So that's one that is he's right. Coinbase has been getting hit incredibly hard. But if you wanted to speculate in something like like Coinbase, they're so cash rich right now. um, I would say that that might be a speculative position if you want to allocate 5% of your portfolio there. Um, It's something that you can probably wait in because they're so rich in cash and they won't be going anywhere in a rising interest rate environment.
1: So I have a question for you. Coinbase is kind of like the stock market, right?
2: Eh, I guess you could say uh,
1: it's a decentralized stock market.
2: No, it's not decentralized, though, because it's it's uh, it's it's Coinbase who runs it. It's centralized. Uh, A decentralized exchange would be like a pancake swap that actually lives on the actual blockchain. So nobody manages that. It's just uh, a decentralized exchange that allows you to swap between different currencies on the Binance smart chain. Um, what's the one for uh, Ethereum called? Is it Uniswap? Could be. I don't decentralized know centralized exchange on Ethereum. I think it's Uniswap. So those are de- 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 decentralized. It's kind of like um it's it's I don't know. Like I I don't know. Help me out here, Tony. Like uh, the New York Stock Exchange of crypto. And yeah, Bi- we got like, maybe like- Binance would be like the Nasdaq of crypto. Coinbase would be like the New York Stock Exchange. I'd say they're like exchange. Ex- yeah. Like crypto exchanges, I wouldn't say it's the okay. overall market, but they're exchanges that are all part of, part of the market.
1: Okay, so that's yes yeah, so Coinbase how we have to is look the largest like
2: crypto exchange in the U.S.
1: Binance is the largest in the world. So if I wanted to get into crypto, the smart play right yeah. now would be to yeah. Buy so like Coinbase. like again, the one thing that I, I like about them,
2: yeah, the the one thing I like about Coinbase too is a lot of people com- complain about the pricing. They're like, oh my god, the Coinbase fees are so terrible. But you keep using them, and that's why I actually like it. The fees are ridiculously high, but people keep paying them, and that's why their margins are like ridiculously thirty-five per, uh, percent. It's crazy.
1: It is. It's insane. It's like a two
2: to three percent fee to buy and sell. Mm-hmm.
1: That's insane. That's insane. So yeah. There's... Um.
2: Whoop.
1: Anything else don't show? No, I, I got nothing.
2: No. That's all... Oh, that's all. Yeah, that's all I wanted to add
1: all right excellent so, so we're gonna close Take up the care, show
2: uh, spoke about coinbase a little bit spoke about arc and uh covered a firm so there uh, i guess everybody got a little bit of what of what they wanted
1: yeah and then we got uh tony mentioning that he likes coinbase but it's annoying you can't see your cost averaging with it which is true you're gonna have to do that manually in that so uh guys we're gonna say goodbye uh, adult where can they find you where can they listen to you Dalt's still there.
2: As always, uh, you can find me in the group. I'm always in there. Um, I changed my name to Dalt Johnny, back to Dalt Johnny, make it a little bit e- easier. Uh, Thank you, because it's been a little to, hard
1: tagging you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> make it easier for everyone to tag me in the group. Uh, as always, to the Bandicourt Capital blog, bandicootcapitalcom slash blog. All my blog articles are, are posted in the group. I haven't posted today's in the group yet. It'll be posted within the next hour and a half and um yeah on instagram as well at Risme life r-i-s-m-a-y-l-i-f-e lots of great free investing all the time so keep an eye out for for those
1: Excellent, and ladies and gentlemen if you're interested in following the show our instagram is slowly rolling out you can go over to stock dirty pod on instagram i believe that is, what is the podcast but if you want to listen to me or yeah, there's some lag. Uh if you guys want to listen to me or hear anything about me about building podcasts and that and making it easy <laughs> and automated for you, uh just go over to at we're lagging a little better. bit here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're lagging. Okay, who I'm said not, you I'm... can
2: find me at google.com Google. was... slash adult Who said that?
1: <laughs> who do you think? It's your best friend. It's probably He's watching with his yeah, it is. It probably is. Uh, but it, it, it turns up a 404 error. But anyways, this is the show. We thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you use hashtag 500 to win a chance at Tony's course. It has helped over 100 people increase their financial knowledge. Join Dalt on his live shows. And as always, keep smart investing.